I'm a king that will never give up. I'm a king that will fight to the death. And if anyone don't understand that, don't understand what it is to go to war. Drop that knowledge on you. I cannot make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is Ludacris. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Podcast Sunday. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up. Podcast episode 186. What's good, bro? Chilling, chilling, man. How are you? I am warming up. It was cold yesterday. Yes, it was. Yeah, I was out. Last night, shout to my guy Tony Smith. He had an engagement dinner, surprised his girl with a birthday at a chop house. Had about I thought he messaged thirty, but like seventy showed up. So we get there ten minutes early than we supposed to be there, and the room is packed. No one, no more seats left in the little banquet room they have there. Everybody kind of standing around. So me being the genius I am, I hurry back out, put our name down for a booth, and ask for one closest to the banquet side. Right there, you go. So by the time we get back in there, do all the surprising, they get there. It's her birthday, so she's thinking it's a birthday dinner still. And he uh, has some roses, pop the question. Oh! So time all that happened, we go back and sit down. We got our they got our booth ready by then, so we sitting over there right by the uh, right by the banquet room, and uh, ate drinks and everything before anybody in there was even ordering. <laughs> we were saying our goodbyes, and they were still ordering from the waiter. So what? Win, you, win, win, win. You was out last night and not DJing? Yeah, man, that's what I said. How I, about that? I stepped out last night, went and had some drinks and a nice steak from Chop House and uh, just celebrated uh, life, man, getting out and doing something. That's what we and the wife were talking about. We ain't actually dating on the weddings tonight. Like, we was out actually just kicking it. So that's what's up. Cool. So it was an engagement party, right? Yeah, yeah. They had a surprise engagement birthday dinner. Okay, so um, I don't know if we said this on the pod before or not, but, you know, we get new listeners all the time. Yeah. Uh, How would you propose to your wife? <laughs> so <laughs> me and my wife are a different breed. We was actually um, talking about getting married, just kind of, you know, putting it out there. And um, literally was in the car having a conversation. And she was like, we should get married. I'm like, you know, we should. So we, I'm being funny, though. I pull over to the pawn shop we was going by. Like, let's just go see, you know, see what you like. Just try to see what they got. You know, we ain't buying nothing. Just kind of see what you like. So saw what she liked. Uh, a few months later, I grabbed the ring, planned the, kind of started planning this proposal. And uh, before I knew it, we decided just to go to the courthouse on a Friday. So, <laughs> So we didn't even really have, it was just like, we get married. So we was going to do the court. It was a Monday. So she proposed to you. We we, we in the car just <laughs> d- talking about it and just kind of like bet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, literally, that's literally what it was. So on a Monday, we decided on a, that Friday to go to the courthouse. My family was a big camping family. They were all out camping together, a big family trip. We didn't go. So I'm telling my mom, like, I'm going to get married on Friday. What time y'all getting back? She like, what? You know, kind of <laughs> surprised her with it. Hang up the phone. Hours some change later, my aunt who does wedding cakes on the side for a living, she locked in. The church that they go to, Sunday at 2 o'clock is available. Lock that in. My uncle does photography. I'm going to do your pictures. Locked in. So within a week, my family planned a wedding. We had like 150 guests, mostly my family. Some of her friends came down. Um, I spent 500 bro. It's lit. Been married 11 years this November, so... I ain't spend 20K on my shit. Right, no, 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 definitely not <laughs> that. I think total with her dress, everything out the door, I probably, you know, gift for the pastor, gift for the church. I probably spent, real talk, 1200 Nice. That nice. was it. <laughs> um, I proposed to my wife. I knew I wanted to do it probably like maybe a year before I did it. Yeah. So, like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, what should I do? What should I get her? How do I find all this information out? So... I go the nigga route. I go <laughs> looking through her jewelry. <laughs> go up to the jewelry spot. Like, yeah, it's about this. Right. About this size. Find her a ring. It's like, uh, and uh, everybody knows me. I'm cheap. I'm cheap. <laughs> Not cheap. 
I, I bargain shop. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so I was able to find a great ring, uh, but I got it with a good financing plan. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we can do that. And we all know those financing plans happen around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So I would have did it before that, but I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to just wait till I can get a... Uh. So I get that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, six months to a yeah, year, same and, as cash. Uh, shoot, it was like it was like two years, yeah. same as cash. I was like, oh yeah, that's right up my alley. Right. So I copped the ring. She's wrapping Christmas gifts, not paying no attention to what I'm talking about or what I'm doing or whatever. So I was like, mm, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Go grab the ring. She turned around. I got like bang. She like looked at me and hit me. <laughs> she socked me, son. I was like, is that a yes? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Do that bad boy on it. It's been rocking ever since, yeah, man. man. Shouts out to the wife. Yeah. Young Dizzle. Uh-oh. What's cracking? <laughs> how'd, you propo- how'd you propose to your wife? I'm about to put y'all to shame. <laughs> no, you ain't. Because I done went through a whole, I had a whole scene, a movie scene. Uh-huh. All right, uh, so got the ring, told all her family, you know, grandma, Granddad, dad, mom, everybody. Uh, the day of, took her to the mall. I lied to her and told her I had to get uh, fitted for my brother's wedding, which was true. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a, a, a full lie, just a happy. And uh, got her nails done. Oh. Because you know they want to take the picture sure. mm-hmm. with the, the ring. ring so you got to make sure the nails are straight. Right. Got her nails done. Got her a massage at the mall. Dang. So she got the, you know, got pampered a little bit. Drove down to Cincinnati. Whoa! <laughs> Took her to this spot called uh, Palomino's. Have y'all been there? I've no. heard of it, but I have not been there. It's trash. <laughs> don't, don't go. But the view... They won't be a sponsor on the pod. <laughs> nah, right. Palomino's is trash. <laughs> food is expensive. The whole scenery is nice, but the food is trash. Yeah, but okay. um, it's in Cincinnati downtown. Um, a good ass view because we a few floors up, so we get to look at the city while we eating. Okay, and you know what? This is like regular shit because I be on my date shit. You know, yeah. I, I might surprise her. She, she don't think nothing about it. So after we get done eating, there's horses and carriages right outside the restaurant. Yeah, I already uh, peeped it. Already res- <laughs> reserved it. The time of everything is going smooth, so I done timed it out perfectly. We get out, and I'm like, let's take a ride. Took a ride around the city, I think about 25, 30 minutes. And what time of year is this? Uh, we got married in August. It's got to be springtime. Okay. okay. It's got to be, it's I'm gotta about be to springtime. Say, I heard boys to men let it snow in my head. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I heard it in my head. Nah, so we rode around the city for about 30 minutes. Um, and where the ride ended, I had her family sitting there waiting. So when we pulled up, she looking like, what? Is that, is that my grandma? What the fuck? <laughs> grandma, what is you doing? My mom come around the corner holding a big ass camera and shit, <laughs> recording. And she is in awe. She turned around and I'm already on one knee. Hey. Look at this guy. Yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, this Damn, was my first place on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> y'all been together since y'all was how old? Um, I mean, we've been cool since middle school, but uh, we didn't start dating until like senior year in high school. Perfect song oh. for that. Uh-uh. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> teenage love. Who is it? LL Cool J? <laughs> Slick Rick. Oh, shit. <laughs> A teenage love. Man, yeah. you got on one knee? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I didn't do that. And I was riding Damn. down third, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't do that. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. The same way I proposed, the same way she told me we have baby number three. <laughs> riding down third. <laughs> It yeah. is what it is. It is blood. what it is, right? It we, is what it we is. We simple blood. people. Last night at the chop house, they were trying to, you know, push that dessert on us. And I'm like, nah, you know, we're going to have a dessert. I'm like, we simple people, bro. We're just going to go to the gas station and get some Reese cups. <laughs> <laughs> like the, on, the way, on the way home, that's all we need. So. Appreciate breakfast this morning, too. If y'all oh, are sure, here, we yeah. chewing this good apple fritter from Bill's. I, I surprise the fellas, man. Every now and then I get the donut itch, and especially being this close to Bill's on Sundays when I'm not nowhere near this side of town, Monday through Saturday. I stop in there and get the fella something every now and then. That's what's up. Fuck up they workout videos for the week. <laughs> big facts, big facts, big facts, man. <laughs> Speaking of working out, bruh. You ain't checked in. No, no, no. See yeah. this dude. This yeah. dude. I wasn't gonna take it there. No, I wasn't taking it there. We're taking it there. It, it's March first. It's a good day to start. I'm gonna check in it's later on. Great the day. day to start. Yeah, after a donut. 
I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check in later today. It's gonna be a nice day. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna do something today. I'm gonna okay, check in. Yeah. Some wax. I'm gonna check in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how in. your workouts been going? It's been going great. Okay. It's been going amazing. I ain't been doing two days though. Well, you know. <laughs> well, you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be out here. You know what I'm saying? You it's bulk season for you? No, no, no. It's it's, it's maintain, and then we going into serious cut mode in about another another. By April, we going into super focus mode. When bike season start up. Uh, if the weather permits, man, this month. Okay. If weather permits this month, we about to get it. About this to get man it, sent me the selfie. I didn't know it was a check-in, though. <laughs> I'm like, I don't see no weights. I don't see nothing. It's just a selfie. I'm like, is this a check-in? Like, <laughs> It's early, early. You don't want me checking in all the time because I'll okay. be at there at 4.30, 4 in the morning, dog. I was going to say, oh, I, nah, I think nah. I've seen a random like stair-stepper like. Yeah, man. Still pick on the IG or something. No, we around. out here, man. We out here. Out here getting it in. Proud of y'all. For sure, I'm man. A, I'm working on me. Don't don't judge me. Nah, no judgment, me. bro. You you've come a long way, bro. You've been out here <laughs> hustling and bustling, man. So anybody watch that uh unsung on Drew Hill? Mm, it's new? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who Drew Hill is? How about that? Um, Cisco. Yeah, yeah. Man, I highly suggest <laughs> watching it, man. Drew Hill. Dope R&B act from the late like 90s, came early on, like 2000s. New episode. New episode was uh last week. Okay, because I saw Unsung was recording, but it re- it recorded something that I had already seen. Uh, Greg something, George something, something. Yeah, I didn't know because I got them all recorded too. And uh, yeah. the one with um, not genuine. Um, Jagged Edge was on, and I was just like going through deleting them, and I was like, Drew Hill. Did I see one on Drew Hill? So right. I watched it. It was pretty dope, man. The it wife was, uh, would like that. We might that sound like a today task. Yeah, and it's uh the typical shit that happens in music, man. Raping you records. They mm. got God for their paper. Goodness. <laughs> As they all that do. Heavy, man. Big time, man. Big Especially time. Late nineties, two thousands. It seemed like everybody was getting, you know, the people that's that doing paperwork getting sixty, seventy percent and y'all getting twelve percent amongst X amount of people. Yeah, so. man. They had to split a penny. Wow. New edition style, bro. Wow. Yeah, new edition style. <laughs> Crazy. Did anybody see the new trailer for Candyman? I, I did. did. I did see that. What? Kill I us did. all a trailer? I did see that. Uh, what grabbed me, I think, was that the bathroom scene when they was saying the Candyman five times. And it reminded me of uh, my little 12-year-old Bloody Mary days in the mirror. Ooh. And and then, you know, you get down to that Ouija board days <clears> and... Uh, you know, you usually one and done on those nights. Like, you <laughs> sound cool up first when you with some friends that's about that. And then 12, and 12, 12 o'clock at night when everybody's up in the bathroom doing dumb shit and your brain starts spinning. And it's, yeah. Not popping. One and done. Didn't do it again. Have you seen the original? Uh, don't let me say that. I'll okay, I know not. you haven't. Have you seen probably. the original? I have not. What? I know your wife has I, seen I the original. Like, I feel like I have because it's like what, Katie? It's like three of them. Isn't it? One, Only two? watch the original. But I feel like I've seen... A chunk of it, I feel like. Don't, but I couldn't quote it, but I just feel like I've seen it. So, so. this is a part of the whole, you know, reboot slash sequel phase that they got going on in horror movies. So it's a sequel to the original, so you don't even need to worry about two and three, man. Yeah. It's, it looks dope. The best part about the whole trailer for me is whoever is cutting these uh, trailers for Jordan Peele movies, they yeah. doing a great job. <laughs> the echo effects and the... The sound that they put on all these songs, like when they did um, Us, they use I Got Five on it. Yeah. And, you know, I got five. And then they started putting the filters on it. It turned it into a scary soundtrack. They did the same with Destiny Child, Say My Name. So yeah. I was like, what? That's what made me click that on that video dope. probably because there was like uh, Jordan Peele put a spin on this Destiny's Child, you know, for the Candyman. So that's kind of like what grabbed me into watching it, not just the candy man so. yeah man. <laughs> you know i ain't no movie dude like that. definitely can't wait for that man so our guy deontay wilder mm, mm, he's mm, back i was about ready to boo i ain't gonna uh, boo him uh, uh. oh <laughs> damn you about to boo the man uh, let's get into it because i don't i don't like excuses bro yeah. i don't like excuses yeah okay so first the fight not night of the fight he comes with the excuses about talking about his legs yeah and then later on, he talks about his 40-pound costume. Now he, he has the he, video. That he, that he was on Netflix, you know, getting paid to put an episode out on that dropping cash shit. I think he was on there putting that. I think I saw that episode. Okay. Where he, where he goes and he goes to the the dude that designed it, and it's like a brown-looking thing, and it had the mask and the whole shebang. It looked like football pads, but it's like 
Gothic. Yeah, it looked like Shredder from the Ninja Turtles, man. There you go. One hundred percent. I mean, it looked dope. It had lights, batteries. Now, I'm not saying that what he's saying isn't true. Right. If he had that forty pound thing on, walk down the ramp, climbs into the ring, had it on forty minutes before he even had had to. I ain't saying that your legs wasn't shot from that, but saying it is yeah. whack. Yeah. You saying it is whack. Yeah. Let your promoter, let your corner, let all the people do that. You just be humble and be like, man, he got me. I'm going to get him next time. Yeah. Stay humble with it. I found this article when he uh, beat up, is it uh, Stavern, the dude with the dreads? That he, yeah. When he molly Mo- that yeah, dude. I was about to say molly <laughs> That was a good, good word because I was about to say the same word. I found this article. One hitter quitter. And this article is, is this, this is Wilder's words. I tell people all the time before I fight them, I let the fighters know. I let the fans know. Don't make excuses for my wins when I win. They did just that. Everybody's going to have an excuse. The thing about it is nobody wants to hear an excuse once you lose. When you lose, you lose. Deal with it. Then he goes to say, but if it's an excuse that actually occurred, keep it to yourself and amongst your team. Go back to the gym and work on that because people don't want to hear that when you lose. They think that the thing is they think – that's the thing with Stavern. He talked too much. He promised so much and didn't deliver none of it. And for that reason, he's bitter. Damn. So he said all that. And he turned around and did it. And did the same thing. Man. Whack 1,000, man. That's why I be getting ready to boo, man. <laughs> yeah. That shit is weak whack, as fuck. Whack 1,000. And he wear that. He wears shit like that every fight. So what's the, what's the difference? <laughs> exactly. He wears shit like that every fight. It might not have been as elaborate, but he, he had definitely has in it. He had the batteries. That shit came with air conditioning on the inside. Like, bruh, then, why? On top of all that, you send us a uh, oh man Wakanda video of him uh, speaking Forever. speaking as King King Jafar, bruh, <laughs> to his people. I'm in the bed. I watched that shit like seven times. Nigga, wife waking up like, what the fuck you laughing at? Yeah. Like, my what same are you story. laughing at? I'm on the edge of the bed, so my back's to the wife, and I'm watching it, and I, I, I'm on like second go around, and, <laughs> and she like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, cause I have it up loud, I'm cracking up laughing, and then I show her, and she looking and rolls her eyes and yeah. care less. So, yeah, terrible, bro. What was that? I don't know, man. I got no words for it, man. I got no words for it. It's, it's. I mean, it's just like you said when he was talking about, oh boy, like you're doing the exact same thing, man. Just take your L and keep it pushing, bro. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to be fighting him again in the summer. Yeah, that's the rumor. Now, Fury has to agree to it as well. Um, I think he's gonna do it because I mean, this payday about to be crazy. Nah, crazy. It's not about to happen. You don't think so? Not this early. It was a beat down, bro. A beat down. He got a contract. Yeah, it's going to happen. I think. The, I think the contract states that the ho- homeboy got to agree to it, right? Right, yeah. He can, you know, hold out. He just got pizzate. <laughs> what what benefit would it be for Fury to fight him again What's a couple better than having money? More money. Facts. Shit, man. <sighs> if Wilder is smart, why would you do it so soon? You need to train a good year. Get a couple of... Easy wins. Not even yeah. easy wins, but just get a couple. Get your mind right, bro. Yeah, we said this on the last pod yeah. that, that he needs to go get some tomato cans and beat them <laughs> up and work on his skill. But he can't risk Fury losing to Anthony Joshua and then their trilogy ain't going to be worth the big bag. He right. got to fight him now. Like, he got to go to the gym. He got to learn how to box as opposed <laughs> to throwing haymakers and uh, <laughs> just see what you can do. I mean, that's not from man. The dude has gotten this far with that style. Yeah. But he just ain't no match for this dude. I went back after reading that article and watched that Stefan, you know, first round <laughs> molly whopping. That shit was just hilarious because after the first knockdown, dude was about through. You could just tell he didn't want to, you know. <laughs> no parts. Because I got to do this shit two more times before I get paid. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that third one, boy, he was out cold. So it was all these rumors about Wilder firing his corner and everything like that. I guess they're going to keep the corner intact, mm-hmm. but they got to bring in somebody like anybody <laughs> that can teach this dude how to box. Like I see clips of him uh, talking with Mike Tyson. I'm like, yo, call Tyson, call Holyfield. Yeah. Shit, call Sugar get Ray you, Leonard. Yeah, get, you like, get, the, get somebody in there somebody to teach you corner. how to move, dog, instead of getting, getting punched in the face constantly over and over. <laughs> Oscar would have grabbed you. Facts. I know Facts. for sure. I, ain't, I 
if, if they fight again in the summer, it's going to be another $5 Fox and Hound. Because I ain't paying Fact. no pay-per-view. <laughs> right? I ain't paying no kind of pay-per-view for that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling Labor Day weekend. I'm going to call Labor Day weekend. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. If he's smart, man. Like I said, if he's smart, he'll wait. Wait it out. You know what I'm saying? Let uh, Fury and Joshua go at it. Fury's probably going to win that shit. But if he loses, bro, it's over. Yeah. If he loses, there's no point of even... Then you got a three-way monster of niggas with one loss on their record. Because don't Joshua only got one loss? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So Everybody's that, so, still chilling. So that's what's going to happen. So everybody get paid. Everybody get paid. <laughs> get paid. Get paid. So did anybody check out the Kobe Memorial? I caught, I caught it in clips. So I got home when it was midway through. I got I got there right before Jordan talked, so that was perfect. <laughs> uh, so I caught it from basically Jordan on. And then I kind of went back and pieced up some of the stuff I wanted to see. But I didn't watch the whole hour and change. Two hours, close close to two hours. I had it on in the background the whole time, bro. I saw Diana Taurasi. I saw um, Sabrina blah, 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 from <laughs> yeah. Oregon. Yeah. She came out. That was had a crazy another, story, too. Yeah, she yeah. had a triple-double that night, too. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Numbers on the board. Crossed over that 2K, 1K, 1K with points, rebounds, and assists that no, night. So. Numbers on the board. And, of yeah. course, we saw... Vanessa, I was thinking like, yo, is this the first time I've ever heard her speak? I was, man, I had to ask the <laughs> wife, was that her? And the only thing that confirmed it was Beyonce was sitting behind her. So after showing her in the seat two or three times, I'm like, that got to be her. Because of the Beyonce right there, you know, that's that's our that's our representation these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> Queen B in the building, she's sitting by where she need to be sitting by. Yeah. So I was like, that must be her. Because I don't even really remember seeing her in a vocal, you know, time ever so i didn't really know that was her till i really focused and was like is that her sitting there only time i really seen her was when she was uh crying from the uh whole you know colorado situation yeah you that's would. the only time damn yeah. gail king yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this that's the only time i really seen her though that's other than <laughs> but no i never heard her speak before i still haven't because i haven't seen any of her clips i didn't i really didn't want to watch but i did watch beyonce i seen a couple clips of shaq telling jokes that shit was funny yeah um, Jordan had the best line of the Oh, night. man. Oh, He's about MJ. to be another meme. Yeah, Fact that, was, that was perfect. That was just the great, that's what you need to break the ice in, in situations like that. Just the, because everybody already fake crying. And, I mean, they crying, but they're trying <laughs> to act like they not, you know, so mm-hmm. they be over there hiding their face. And, and then when you get a chance to gut bust laugh, that's, that gives everybody a chance to wipe their eyes and act like they laughing hard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a bunch of that going on. So. I commend her for speaking. I commend her for doing this because i mean in all actuality she didn't have to do this yeah like they had their private ceremony where uh close family and friends and everything like that they could have left it at that yeah you know what i'm saying like they don't owe this she doesn't owe that to the people you know what i'm saying like yeah he entertained uh, basketball fans all across the world but they don't owe that to us you know what i'm saying that's a moment for their family to grieve and be in peace and and get through this thing. So I commend them for doing that, especially for the Los Angeles and Lakers fans and the Kobe fans and just the fans of basketball. You get, you know what I'm saying, to you know, pay your respects one last time. Right. And uh, then you, we get bonus Shaq yeah. with the jokes. Yeah. We get MJ with the memes. So that was dope. Saw a lot of old players in the crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of old faces that, uh, you know, you, you kind of, on the fan side, you don't realize that each one of those seasons – 20 of them that he played. Each one of those seasons is chock full of 82-plus games in most years <laughs> of memories, you know, trials and tribulations, lifetime bonds that you make each year with a certain group of people. So Kobe touched a lot of people in the NBA, but not only with the dreams of being the next Kobe or, you know, he's my motivation for getting out there and doing this, but actually players that's, you know, throughout the two decades he was in the league. So. It's a long time to play basketball. So something that I kind of noticed, but I didn't want to bring up until I saw uh, Stephen A. bring it up. Talking about um, nobody mentioned his parents. I was or just about to ask you that. Mm. My question to you, because I watched that thing in pieces, I was going to ask you, was his parents? Because I saw a picture where they was like together in a picture, but they were talking about how they've had some problems yeah. and they weren't really, you know, they wasn't really communicating like that. But I, I was going to ask you. Watching the whole thing, was they ever in that immediate area? Yeah, yeah, it was like 
one end of the stage, Vanessa and their oldest daughter, and then at the other end, like at the seated section, it was uh, Kobe's parents and his sister, and I believe that was his nephew and his niece okay. was also there. So, like, it, it was, the auto clips I yeah. saw, they were just showing the wife. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, and, and, I, I didn't really see and that's what everybody said, like, oh, thoughts and prayers, of Vanessa and the girls, but like, no, damn, they. Parents did just lose their youngest kid. Yeah, it's you know a what whole I'm saying? Bryant family that's affected by this. Uh, I didn't even think about that at all. Not uh, once in this entire situation. It's been what two months now. I haven't thought about the parents. I ain't even know he had sisters. <laughs> I, like I'll be honest, with that. Yeah. I didn't know he had an older sister. Until I saw yeah, the, two the older sisters. The, the, He's the youngest. The tattoo picture. One of them got a eight twenty four with a mamba snake shaped in the affinity symbol or something like that. So. Yeah, he got I, like I two. He got like two nephews and like two little nieces and everything mm. like that. And it's just like, yo, like it's a. I mean, obviously we feel bad for Vanessa and everything like that, but should we gotta feel bad for them too? Right. Like it's crazy. They lost so a brother, a son, a uncle, and crazy. Man. So I know the whole situation before was like he had some issues with his mom's, and uh, so she was so like memorabilia that was like in the garage like mm. on mm. some petty shit yeah. some petty yeah. mob shit like like it almost was like kind of like it felt like when it happened because I remember it it was like kind of like when you go away to college or whatever and you leave all your shit there yeah. at your mom's house yeah. and it's like well I don't live there no more but it, my shit is still my shit and it's kind of like hey you gonna come get this or no nah? yeah. like my mom hit me with We about that. to turn this into a workout room or something. One side of her garage <laughs> is full of foot lockers from my army days, and I got things that I wiggle back from my rag, you know, just stuff from my army days. And she she came to me one day, I'm helping her do stuff, and she's like, you got to get this out of here. And I'm like, <laughs> where is it going to go? This is its safe place. It's been here for, <laughs> you know, 15 years now, and it come to my house. It's going to be it now in the jungle, and good luck's. <laughs> You know, preserving this stuff like you do. She has, she has old stuff, but she has clothes that I wore and like my first outfits and first shoe. All these and these like nineteen seventy tub looking things with screw tops and air seals, and she she keeps all that kind of shit. So I felt like, hey, let me get that shelf. But she trying to get me to get that shit up out of there. So get it up out. Shoot, yeah. When I go home for Christmas, man, that's (laughs) that's how. It is in my crib. I got yeah. shit underneath my bed from high school. You're like, do you still want this? Like, yeah, just I will get it eventually. <laughs> all my sports eventually stuff. then turned into 20 years later. Yeah, <laughs> I got a whole trophy case in my room from all my sports accomplishments and all that stuff. She wants. She trying to get me to, you know, she wants that room to be something else now. But that's still my bedroom. So Facts. It's gonna be my bedroom. I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. Even though I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so y'all ready for this coronavirus or no? Man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit getting real, ain't it? Real. They said what? Field. Somebody died in Washington State. Washington. Yeah. I had um, read that Japan, um, they had canceled school, basically for the next like five weeks as an entire you know country. They are canceling all schools until after spring break to try to nab some of this in the butt. And then they also are threatening to maybe even cancel the Olympics this year. Crazy. So that would be you know. Crazy, crazy, but it sounds like once you get it, boy, you got it's count, a rat, man. count your days. <laughs> yeah, they said a dog done got the coronavirus. What? Yeah. I ain't hear that. Yeah, dogs are getting it. If you got yeah. a pet in the house, they are quarantining the pets as well. Yeah, I was trying to read up on it a little bit this morning, and they were just talking about, like, kind of, they're even, I think South Korea is bringing up murder charges on, like, the 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 building or whatever the structure I feel I think it was a school or but something that they're bringing up murder charges on each for like that's where it started at so they're calling ground zero you know the people that own that are trying to bring up murder charges on them for all this shit but it's affecting everybody now it's the market everything yeah man you look at the market I was talking to my brother about it it's like yo he only want to look at his stocks and bonds and his savings because the shit just is fluctuating so much with the coronavirus yeah. and you talked about the Olympics. You know how much money is involved in the Olympics? You know yeah. how much, mm. like, NBC has a contract. You got right. advertisers. The Olympic organization, they bring in so much money. So it's got to be serious if they're talking about, like, yo, we got to postpone this. Right. We got to figure out a way to move venues. Because it's got to happen. It's going to happen. And you know these doomsday people and everybody else that kind of, 
you know, live by that thought process is pulling out their money and, you know, affecting the flow of this, you know, world. And it's, it's I think it's going, you know, I've been reading stuff and, you know, everybody got their opinion about it. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, every year we dealt with Ebola. We dealt with the, Zika. you know, uh, Xanth or uh, was, uh, what was it? Anthrax. H1N1. Yeah, H1N1. It's always something. <laughs> yeah. It's always something that's, that's, that's epic. And then. That outbreak monkey. This one seemed to be up there, though, as far as, you know, all the ones we've had. This one seems to be pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, man. Um, wife and I were um, looking to book a trip, and uh, we were actually online. And uh, after the Celtics Rockets game went off, the news came on. First story up: coronavirus. And they talking about. It. We looked at each other like, let's let's wait a couple days <laughs> yeah. and, and see if this blows over. And, and people ain't even thinking about this. You know, a lot of U.S. get stuff imported from China. Facts. I was, uh, you know, I helped run the edible arrangement, and uh, they, they sent out emails like some of the, you know, products that are, you know, made in China that they get shipped over. A lot of these warehouses and stuff, they are completely shut down. They closing whole cities. They, they, the government is trying to nab this in the bud as best they can, but they are causing tremendous hardships on on some of the importings and and you know allowing shit in the country, out the country. So it's they sending out letters like y'all might have trouble. Getting X, Y, and Z. We we hope we have enough in our in our in our inventory to still provide it for a few more months. But if this continue, you know, like giving yeah, you they talked about that with so, the iPhone 12. Yeah, so there's gonna be a shortage of those when they come out. That made in China shit gonna nip us in the butt. Mm-hmm. We, gonna, we gonna feel the effects of that made in China. You don't realize how much shit is made in China. This shit keep going. So. Yeah, I'm scared, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if it's just based on what the news is talking about or like just the reality of. Something this big coming to America. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's here. I didn't. Yeah. Wanna, I was trying to hold this to myself, but I read that some doctor was saying that you know this has the potential to affect thirty to seventy percent of humanity. Damn, like like if it got out of control, like it would affect shit. Like 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 nigga, that. this shit is about to be like The Walking Dead. Twenty twelve, get your ticket and get on the boat. That movie twenty twelve, you remember that movie? Uh-uh. You ain't seen that? Yeah, no. you gotta watch that. They was all like worlds coming to an end and. All these people, the rich people, had these like tickets to get on this. Oh yeah, on yeah, this yeah. Noah Noah's Ark type shit, and they Hell was bringing no. all the animals and everybody they could. And Geo Storm, yeah, all those type down. of movies. <laughs> we talked about uh, it affecting sports, but uh, CJ McCullough plays for Portland. He tweeted out: "The coronavirus has officially hit Oregon. More specifically, Lake blah blah blah. blah. Can't pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure y'all washing y'all hands." With soap for 20 seconds or more and covering y'all mouths when y'all cough. I'm officially taking a break from signing autographs until further notice. Yeah. Straight Sincerely, up. Sincerely, CJ. They was talking about some over, overseas teams that's going to be playing games in empty arenas. Just the refs and the players. Hell yeah. Got to yeah. be like pickup basketball. I'm scared like to go on a cruise. I was supposed to be going on a cruise this summer. That's probably not. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah, my friend's there right now. I was wondering the same thing. Like, you going? Like, yeah, I'm like, man. I ain't trying we, to we gonna be We're going to be text buddies for like six months till you get home. I'm, I'm going to quarantine you myself. Right, because, I mean, you look at people, <laughs> they wearing a mask. They, like, oh, you always see people wearing masks at airports. Yeah. Air, airports or whatever. But you don't really think nothing. Like, ah, you just overcautious. But now you like, nigga, give me one of them. I'm traveling. I'm supposed to be going to Vegas <laughs> the end of this month. Like, it, it, it make you not, you know, think about the places like LAX, Vegas. Those are yeah. those are world destinations. So world travelers are trying to get to Vegas and, you know, L.A. and scares make you think. Make you think. Wish I, I could fly private. Dude, I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, you talk about that. I mean, you're going to be in Vegas. You're going to be staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You're going to be around a million people. Touching poker chips. Mm. Slots. Fuck. It make you it make you reconsider. Like I might just go to the dispensary and head to the balcony and call it yeah. call it a trip. Cause it's just shit like, call like it Vegas, Atlanta, like those places got people from across the globe. Exactly, man. New it's York, not, exactly. World traveler destination yeah. spots. Like fuck, make you think. Fucking up my summer, man. <laughs> really fucking up my summer. Plans, two a day man. start dying off. We don't care thinking about it. Right, right. Like nigga, I, don't need, I don't need to be in good shape. Fuck that shit, nigga. I ain't going to no pool party. Right. But young Dizzle. What's cracking? You had some homework assignments. A whole lot of homework assignments. This was like some college shit. Like, damn, <laughs> okay. I had to make sure I was playing my week out. Like, shit, okay, if I get this done on Wednesday, I got two hours on Thursday, I could do this assignment. So without it being, you know, broadcasted this way, I want to hear what homework did you do so we can determine. 
I did it all. What this, you mean? Oh, it's a tournament. It's great. We trying to see this great. We gonna get it. Nah, I did it all, man. Cause y'all, uh, y'all questioned my dedication. And I had to make sure <laughs> I was on point. D'Angelo. Oh, I did, and okay. I was not impressed. What? <laughs> oh, I was not impressed. I was listening to it. I'm like. This is what they talk. This is Dude, it. That is a slapper, man. I, so that or Bieber. I listen to one stuff. That or Bieber. Right now, uh, I'm listening don't. to Bieber more. I ain't gonna lie, nigga. What? This nigga tripping. The songs tripping. that I fucked with on the D'Angelo joint and the uh, what was the other guy? Mace. It wasn't Mace. Mace. Who was it? Oliver. Damn. That nigga, what's that nigga name? Right record label, wrong genre of music. What's that nigga Carl name? Carl Thomas. Thomas. Carl Anthony. Uh, Carl Anthony. <laughs> I listened to both of them, and the only songs I actually liked were the songs I already knew. Disney. Like, those were the joints. Nah, bruh, bruh. What? So, all right, hold on. So Those were the only joints on there. D'Angelo, what, what songs was up. you fucking with? Because the up. whole album is a slapper, but. That's know, a lot. The whole joint. Some of that stuff, I was like, oh, this is what they was getting down to back in the day. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, the Brown Sugar Joint, of course, that's just the... That's a classic joint. I mm-hmm. give you that. Um, let me pull it up. Brown sugar. I Jones in my bones. Me that shit was dreamy. that shit was cool. That shit was cool. And I never heard that song. Uh, me and those dreamy eyes. Nah. Whoa. Mm. Shit, damn motherfucker was funny to me. Mm. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> That's it's about two, it. There's two more. On there. There's two more on there for sure. For sure. It's show. three more. Brown Sugar Acapella? Is that what we're going with? No. no, we're going with number seven. I think that's cruising. cruising. And I remember number nine, Lady. Lady and When We Get By is a super slap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When We Get By. Those was just regular, man. Ooh. Those was just regular. Mm. It may be a hit y'all different because y'all lived through it. Y'all had a moment listening to this. Me, my moment was, I got to get this homework done. Let me listen, <laughs> <laughs> Let me listen to it. I didn't okay. have no experiences with these tracks. Okay, I'll give but, you that. But okay, so... When you listen to um, <laughs> shoot any type of um, Al Green, well, I didn't grow up with Al Green. And if I listen to an Al Green album, I hold on because I have it. But I'm a know- what? I'm a fuck. <laughs> no, I ain't listen to an Al Green album. I know the hits. You know what I'm saying? I will play. I fuck with the hits. But if I listen to an Al Green album, I'm not gonna have no attachment to it whatsoever, other than the songs I grew up with. I know a couple of joints. This nigga tripping. Shit, that's facts, man. Mm. Come on, Please man. don't make me listen to no Al Green album. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That is next up. Uh, now, we weren't born when uh, Al Green w- was out here slapping them. Do y'all have memories growing up listening to Al Green albums? Parents listening to Al Green's while y'all cleaning the nah, house? No, nah, no. In all actuality, um, I didn't listen to Al Green until I was probably like 16, 17. That's what I was going to uh, say. My mom is a hippie. So um, in my household... The whole cleanup music was either it was be Bob Marley or uh, Eric Clapton or Aerosmith. My mom listened to rock and roll and stuff like that. And my mother's white. <laughs> <laughs> so the closest I got was Blue Eyes Soul. We might have some Michael McDonald. Hey. Definitely had the Eric some John, Clapton. Some John B. She was a John B. fan. And she didn't. She, no. She, she's John heard B. It. is she's our heard it. Yeah, she's uh, heard it. White Soul. But she... Uh, she really, you know, my musical journeys didn't come for me until I got into band and we started playing like Earth, Wind and Fire and stuff. And I started taking me down journeys where I started checking out, you know, Al Jero or start checking out uh, uh, who we just talking about. Um, Al Green. Al Green. I started checking out those people on my own dealing with, you know, the genres of music that I was playing in school. I didn't yeah. have the upbringing of the old That was school. some mid, man. That was some mid. So I talk about that Carl Thomas. Yeah, yeah. come on, yeah, come on, come on. Was, summertime. Let me, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up because I thought that was it was. I mean, uh, emotional. I'm sorry. So when emotional. I listen to Carl Thomas specifically, I'm like, okay, this is what y'all would consider R&B. So I understand that y'all don't think that Bieber album is R&B. I get it. I do. But this was mid too. Mm, what? The songs that I fucked with, I already fucked with. The ones you knew. Like yeah. what? Like what? Let me pull him up because I don't be knowing it until I hear it. <laughs> this guy. Dizzle did uh he did this music homework like I like I did watching that Tyler Perry shit. <laughs> just just gritting through like, it. Just let me get this shit over with. That was only what three pods, two pods ago. I couldn't tell you most about that movie if I was tagged. Classic. This shit, yeah. This shit yeah, dope. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. That shit classic. Yeah. 
Keep going. It's like slapper. Yeah, I play that at dinner most weddings. That's, bro. that's probably it. Come on, <laughs> that's bro. it. Come on, that's fine though. That's fine. Fine. As if you got three <sighs> classic songs on your album, you good. <laughs> you got more than three. On that album, it's at least five classics. At least you killing me, Smalls. <laughs> five classics, man. I don't. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. get this whole Bieber thing that you're going through right now. You'll get over yeah. it. Eventually. My and my thing is Bieber. Is, I'm not gonna say this is a classic album. I ain't even gonna say no. Any not of these the songs way you are, was pumping it nah, last week. This shit is, is a good album. It's probably one of the better albums out right now. That's all I said. It's probably one of the best albums out right now. And I'm if we talking about R&B right now, this is up there with the top ones. I'm glad you brought this up because I was I, I was gonna say this for the pod. I'm glad I remembered. <laughs> I blame you for my YouTube being fucked up right now. Because when I go on YouTube <laughs> on the TV, it's pulling up. I end up watching a Bieber and Ellen Hell shit. Yeah. Like, it's pulling up little Bieber clips now. And I'm like, every time I see that shit, I'm like, man, I don't watch this shit on my TV now. I don't fucked Hell off my yeah. YouTube messing with Dizzle and this Bieber shit. You gotta shit be careful, fire. man. I saw him on an interview, man. He looking like he, woo. He was talking about some of the drug problems he was having. And, you know, he took a moment off from singing back to it. And still got the vocals, you know, but... He will always be Pop Bieber to me, man. I feel you. I'm I sorry. You. This shit was fired, though. I can't run with that. Hey, fuck, fuck the music, man. Let's get into the, let's get into the Ozark oh, talk, bro. charged. How let's much of that did you watch? What you mean, bro? Don't tell me what you mean, bro. You knocked it out? What you mean? What, what is it, March? When, when season three? March 27. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. You watch both seasons? I watch both seasons. Oh, hey! shit. What you mean? If you would have been two minutes late today, I might have <laughs> had some bread because we was talking about what we going to bet Dizzle did for this homework. Yeah. And I know that that wasn't going to be one of the I was bets. on time today. That, that was, <laughs> knocked out all 20 of them, huh? Yeah, wow. man. Yeah. She was fire. She was fire. Yeah. Agreed. Well, before talk, we, before we do that, before we do that, <laughs> I'm blown away. Yeah. I'm shocked. What you mean? I'm shocked. If I fuck with something, I, I'll, I'll let you know. Like, I'll, it's going to happen. But listening to these two albums, it was like, it was regular. It was regular. I'm shocked, one, that he got all the homework done. Yeah. I'm blown away by I, that. I feel like we blood brothers now, man. <laughs> I, I feel for like sure. that was, I feel like you definitely, you know, cut your thumb for us and knocked out that homework assignment. That wasn't a, you know, easy task. That wasn't for, an easy task. For, for extra some... credit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why I brought you a donut today. I will Appreciate say, it. going into it, I thought he would not like the Carl Thomas. Yeah. I thought that Carl Thomas would be like, quote unquote, too grown. Mm-hmm. I like Carl Thomas more than the Brown Sugar album. See, I was wrong. I was going to think that the Brown Sugar, D'Angelo joint would be more his way. Yeah. Cause it's real laid back. It ain't super like, hey, maybe lay me down, let me lay me down to you. It's like I'm a cool nigga. What's right. up? Let me pull up on you. I, it's more of a quote unquote vibe. Yeah, I definitely. So thought, I thought that he would like that album a lot more. I honestly thought he would like that album. I thought that would hit the play. I guess I was wrong. Right. And I am completely blown away that he watched all 20 episodes. <laughs> yes. And. Seven days. Yes. Six days. Three days. Yes. Three days. Damn, nigga. Right. Yeah, we don't have to hear about this. We talked about it. So- oh, no, man. Go ahead. No, bro. I was just going to say, I had my, the bet that I was going to throw out there was one of those two albums, he going to just name the songs that he know, and like that would be the, the way he rolled through it. Like I didn't knock it out, but I, I listened to, you know, <laughs> and not like just kind of skim over one of them. And then I was like, at most, he's going to knock out 10, 10 of them. He, he'll have season one done when he come in here. Jeez. So I'm I'm very very proud of you for once knocking again, out yeah man 20 episode that's that ain't no 45 47 minute episode nah, was, yeah, it, it was, was full hours <laughs> and shit the last episode of season one was a whole hour twenty exactly was it exactly. Yeah. so yeah. yeah talk about how you knocked that out for the week what was the uh, uh, Sunday y'all was grilling me I said fuck, fuck <laughs> these niggas man I'm gonna watch this shit <laughs> got home. Uh, I was well rested, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, met with the realtor lady. I know we talked about that yeah. a little bit. After that, though, it was Ozark from then Monday. I'm off on Monday. Ozark all day, <laughs> and then into Tuesday. Uh, before work, I watched the episode. When I got back from work, finished it up. When did wow. you notice that the symbols in the beginning? Oh uh, was- yeah. So I listened back to when y'all kicked me out. To I'm like, what are they talking about? Uh, I think I started noticing like episode two or three. 
Like yeah. when I seen that it was different, I'm like, hold on, that's a pacifier. That's a <laughs> that look like some shrimp, right? And I was like, Shovel. oh shit, okay, this is some real that's, shit. Yeah, that's about. It was probably episode five for me before I even, you know, sometimes in shows when that when the little skip ahead, if you want to skip the intro comes up or when the song start, I'll hurry up and go grab my drink or go yeah. fill up my water. So you know, I must have been doing other shit when that. It took me a minute to realize, oh, these is kind of like clues, yeah, like clues of what's coming for the next hour. So, all right, so. Episode one. What was your first thoughts about episode one? Um, if I can remember right. See, when I watch shows, when I binge like this, they all blend together. Yeah. I'm literally okay, watching so, it for hours straight. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. So episode one basically starts with Marty um talking Is that when his to homie that. get killed? Yeah, he's talking to his homie at the at the office or whatever, and he clicks on some porn. Mm-hmm. Did you think he was just watching porn? I thought he was watching himself, uh, fucking somebody. That's the way I'm, he right. was leaning back with it. <laughs> That's like, this I ain't thought. regular porn. This is like, <laughs> right. it, it wasn't even he porn. He, I thought he was watching himself work. Look at me work. Checking exactly. his moves. Exactly. Like, yo, I'm going to hit her with the Dougie next right. time. Right. <laughs> tap, tap. Yeah. So, all right. So, fast forward a little bit. When him, his partner, his partner's girl, and their little operation, when she, when she gets killed in the bathroom, mm. did you see everybody else getting smoked too? Uh, I thought they would have left him and the friend alive. Yeah, I did too. Agreed. At least. Agreed. I didn't know he was going to pop pop everybody but the, the main nigga. Right. <laughs> and at that point in time, I wasn't, you know, convinced. Um, What's what's the, the Mexican guy's name? I, I wasn't convinced he was a bad guy. Like Dale. Dale, yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't know. At that point, I was still a little skeptical of the show. Like, it's... This little fake gangster, this nigga, he wasn't convincing me. But yeah. nah, this shit got real. This shit got real, real quick too. What you think about Marty's wife? Uh, I ain't like her at first. I ain't like her at first, and I felt like throughout the the first season at least, and then some of the second season, the main thing that kept happening was you didn't tell me you was gonna do this, and then the next scene, the 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 nigga went and tell the wife. He was going to do this. Like, back and forth, the communication was off. Like, yeah. horrible. But uh, near the end of the second season, she was she was handling business. She was I doing her thing. I definitely thought by the end of season one, I thought by that last episode that one of Marty or the wife was going to get popped and the other one was going to, like, lead the way. I just felt like it was getting to the point where one of them was going to get popped. And, I'm uh, trying to I, – Marty might get popped. Marty <laughs> might get popped before anybody in the family. Marty's on the chopping block, dog. Yeah. Because she didn't turn super gangster. Yeah. She is fucking Heisenberg now. Yeah. yeah She's she... feeling herself because of the uh, the lawyer lady from that was like, yo, I'm feeling you. You could really do some great things pep talk in, the hallway. in your second yeah. career here. She like, nah, we ain't leaving. We staying. Yeah. Like, she got like big she dreams, big, big right. plans. <laughs> like, yo, Marty, you could be next, bruh. Yeah. They pawned off that baby. <laughs> They should have been pawned that baby off. Damn, nigga. <laughs> Kept that as a casualty award token. Yeah. Like, you know, we going we gonna, we gonna to use this one when we need it. My favorite part <laughs> of the whole series so far, well, I got two favorite parts. When my dude Dale get his head blown off. Mm. Did not see that coming. That yeah. shit, yeah, my mouth dropped. My yeah. mouth dropped. <laughs> Marty Bird could get me to do some deals with some rednecks. What you say? <laughs> Boom! Blew his shit smooth off. Yeah. Damn. And when uh Marty and his wife got it in and he hit her with the Dougie. He hit her, <laughs> he hit her with the same funny, moves that her her boyfriend hit her with. And That's she by was, far my favorite. She that, was like, what was that last night? Yeah. She had that look back like... <laughs> <laughs> this, that shit was funny. You remind me of a. <laughs> that shit was funny. I'm like, what is this nigga doing? <laughs> oh, hit yeah. her with the slow strokes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hit her, hit her with her, the moves that she liked. That every eight second butt, butt, butt clap be hilarious, though. Just look at it for a little bit. Did it again. I've watched this video a hundred times. <laughs> he had it down <laughs> packed. Like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. You think, you think the little boy going to step up in season three? Uh, without a doubt. Shit, he sure. already stepped up. He, he, well, what's his name? Um, the Jonah. No, the 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 name he opened Fleming. Something Fleming. Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike Fleming. The name he used to already. He already out here doing what pops is doing. He already in the business. Most definitely. Cleaning up money on offshore accounts. 
Uh, yeah, he. I think he gonna step up big time. So Shout to, to uh, Rue what happened too. To the, what happened, what happened yes. to all the burying? What? So let me ask y'all this: Wasn't he burying multiple guns? Yeah. So they still should be out there. Cause, but it only showed. It started showing like one spot there for a minute. By that, you know, where he put the one, and then the old man changed the bullets out. Right. But I felt like he had two or three spots where he was burying guns prior to that stuff. I thought he had one spot out in the woods, and then he had the one in the basement, and then he had the um the um disabled kid go buy that other gun. So maybe he was just going to get it. Back and forth. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought too. Okay, okay. And I thought that that might have been the same gun, just a different time lapse of how they was showing it. Maybe. Oh, Not bad. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You brought up Ruth though. Oh yeah. Nah, she fired, man. Even from the first time she was introduced to the show, where they stole uh, homeboy's money yeah. from the hotel room. Yeah. She was. She was like, okay, she is. She's smart one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, smarter than her. What cut uncles and uncles, shit. Yeah. yeah. But so she um, knocking off. I was surprised she told the uh, dude she want to go to Mizzou. What's his name? Yeah, her, the, the nephew yeah, or whatever. Her cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Surprised she told him the truth about the uncle and the and his pops. Right. That was crazy. Yeah. But I think the craziest part that I so didn't see coming was Ruth's dad killing the Fed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I knew when his Ruth's dad was on that drive in that truck. Knew that nigga <laughs> yeah. was dumb. I've seen this scene before. They he thought he was out there scot free, right? They try to get the snails the same looking way. Try to get the snails the same way. I'm surprised. That, yeah, that that show that show fire, man. It, 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 it took it took me a second to kind of like believe in it, but once I got past probably episode three or four of season one, yeah, I was starving for the next hour. Yeah, I wanted to watch one more. I, I can squeeze one more in. Hell you know, yeah. So the million dollar question, man. The million dollar question. Ozark, Breaking Bad, don't Breaking you Bad, gotta, you don't gotta do Bad. that. Yeah, we gotta do that. <laughs> we doing that. They both fresh for me. All I just watched Breaking Bad, twenty eighteen, maybe, maybe twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Uh, Breaking Bad for sure. Breaking Bad. It's for only me. season two. It's Breaking it's only Bad. Two, for me. It's only two seasons in on Ozark. How many? Sure? How, how many Breaking Bad had? Five. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched that for three weeks. I mean, I binge watched that. How you watched Ozark just now? Yeah. I was in a spot where I wasn't working. I was at the VA. I wasn't in school at the moment. So you had time. I was home. <laughs> I was waking up sending those kids to school. Like, let's go. 830 <laughs> to 3:30. It's jumping. And I was breaking bad every day. Breaking bad. I don't know, man. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't gonna just put Breaking Bad out there. It is a classic but, show. But I sure. would say if I had to compare two seasons to two seasons, it's still close. Yeah, yeah, it's close. I ain't gonna say it's a, bad it's a got landslide. Good as, got good as a whole once you start, you know, realizing, you know, what happened to the police uncle and what happened to Heisenberg, uh, the burger, the burger shop dude, and you know all that. I'm terrible with names, but uh, for for season two, for two seasons each, cool. I'm foxing yeah. with it. I'm foxing cool. with it. Now y'all was giving me some props before we started the pod. I I, I gladly take those. Props oh, on yeah. wax. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we were shouting. I pull it up too. Yeah, what was we shouting out? I forget. We that talking... new throwback. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we were talking about. So, me and uh my my good people at Edible Arrangements. Um, I work with a cool group of people, and my favorite crew by far is the homie Brittany and the homie 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 Tasha. When they get there, we have fun, we laugh, we shoot the shit, we talk about music, everything, but we knocking the workout. So. I can tell certain days when they, you know, they humming songs in their head and, you know, work's piling up a little bit. We getting flowing. They need a little extra pick-me-up. So sometimes I shoot the text over to the plug and, <laughs> hey, man, can you name drop a couple of these for me? They would, uh, the next two hours of work would be phenomenal and I might get out of here on time. So can we uh, shout us out? And, you know, Kev always come through and, and do his thing. And uh, I, he uh, he sent out a text asking, you know, Anybody want to hear a certain particular song? So I'm like, ladies, here's your chance. Any song you want to hear? They had a little powwow. They come back. Juvenile, back that ass up. So I send the text over to Kev. The reply back was, I got one better. Watch me work. So <laughs> I shared that information with them. And as soon as I literally was saying that, it was the mix was starting. The new throwback was starting. And a uh, tip drill come on. So mm-hmm. not even through the first verse, one of the drivers walk in. And he literally walks in like, must be an ass. <laughs> like, had it on in the truck and must have walked in, heard us having it on. So uh, they all enjoying that, having a good time. And then uh, 
I, I saw the text, buckle up. So I shared with the ladies. I'm like, he said, buckle up, ladies. By about song two, song three, it's hands on tables. They in there full-blown turn. I'm looking for my phone, trying to figure out. Every time I go grab my phone, the actual business line rings. I got to answer the phone or a customer walked in. So now I, fuck you won't. I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying this noon throwback. So they definitely uh, appreciated that. We, we, we're going to send you something here this week. For sure. I told the lady, yeah, man. You did gotta a, send the station something. A BT Uncut theme. That was, yeah. that was legit. That yeah, was legit. Yeah, so yeah. Nah, yeah. Now, that. behind the scenes, like, I try to come up with my ideas, like, at least the day before, cause, so I can find a song if I don't have it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But I had a whole little theme going on. And then Killer hit me with that. And I was like, you know what? It's time to unleash. It's time to unleash. <laughs> yeah. I was going to save that for like a, one of them good 75-degree days in the spring. Right. But I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go hey, ahead and give, give, give the city what they want. You can bring that back in June, July. Run no, it nobody going to notice. Run it back. It's going to be back. a perfect summertime mix. That was jumping for sure. You know, Appreciate you. Not a problem. Appreciate you. Good guy. You gotta keep it up though, bro. Now, now that we know what you're capable of, what? don't be on no Come no on, bullshit. man. Yeah, Come on, man. To, we have to give Kev like... some give Kev some challenges for the week. Nah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, I'm of, out here. I'm gonna shoot a text over this week and uh, put in my my. I got some heat coming one from day, Monday. One day a week, I'm, I'm gonna look up some birthday. Look up something. Find find something to task you with. Yeah, man. Ain't no slipping now. Yeah. I got some heat coming from Monday. <laughs> you know what's? I, I will say this though. Yeah. Uh, I had a Snapchat uh, memory of. A few years ago when I had to send in a Ja Rule mix. And sure enough, I heard a Ja Rule. So I'm like, okay, Kev on his birthday shit. Okay, I <laughs> you know see you. I'm out here, man. I see you. I'm out here. Uh, let me think. Monday, Master P is going to be on the Breakfast Club. So, hey, Monday. Sound like a no limit. Monday. That's all I'm going to say. no limit. That's all I'm going to say, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. But we ain't even going to go there. We going somewhere else with it. Little Romeo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, all those props you earned with watching Ozark. Gotta give Little Romeo his credit, man. I'm credit for I'm what? I'm just playing right now. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> and you got a leg to stand on with Bow Wow. Yeah. Nah, you got a leg to stand Romeo. on with Soldier Boy. Yeah, you got yeah, a leg yeah. to stand on. I can't deny those. Yeah. I may not like it, but I won't deny them. Nah, I, I couldn't tell you a Little Romeo song. I'll, yeah, not yeah. me. Me neither. His, speaking his, that, speaking <laughs> that, real quick. Uh, G Herbo, he okay. was on the Breakfast Club this week, yeah. so I listened to a part of his interview, and he tried to. Uh, where is that exact quote? Because this is Dizzle's wave. This is definitely he just dropped the album. Too. Yeah, he dropped the album. I haven't had, checked it out. About to though. I heard I, it's all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I try to get some new music in, even if I don't truly listen to the artist, just so I can throw something on the playlist. So what's your go-to for new music? You let Apple Music lead you? Uh, nah. If I see, it really, if I just hear of an artist that's been around, mm-hmm. you know, if they drop some new shit, I'll check it out. Yeah, I've been uh, I'm in listen number two of the new Royce, okay. the five nine. I'm listening to that right now. Um, I probably won't be listening to G Herbo. Um, mm-hmm. not even gonna front. Little uh, baby album. Oh yeah, I mean that's, so that's kind of what I do when I use some of the like I use some uh, musical uh, um, what do you call those play like record pools yeah. to uh, get my music from. When I see you know a flood of this artist hit page whatever, it's like oh they must have dropped something. So then I know to go look up that artist and see oh they ain't put something out, and then I'll put it in the queue for you know truck for the week, okay. something to check out. But I'm I've gotten bad though because. Sometimes when I have time to listen to music, I also have time to listen to my DraftKings shit. So I'll be like, oh, I'm squeezing this DraftKings video real quick. So I, and then, I, then I turn around a week later and got 200 songs to catch up on on, on that record pool just to, just to stay current. So. so G Herbo said in his Breakfast Club interview, I really think Juice World had that Biggie Tupac effect. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> this is your era. So yeah. obviously what me and Kev are going to say is hell no. I mean, that, that, hell that, to the no. Right. To the no, no. So I'll say hell no to, as well. I mean, I don't know what he's talking about. What, you, what <laughs> is he talking about? He just said that. I guess they were asking about, you know, they're both from Chicago and Juice World passing at an early age and everything like that. And he, they just was like, yo, you had that, that Biggie Tupac effect on people during a short time here. Mm. Um... That might be somewhat accurate just because of the cult fan base Juice World had. 
and the talent that he had. I mean, he's not no Biggie Tupac in terms of how iconic they are now or even how iconic they were back then. But um, Juice WRLD was, a, a, I would say, one of the best freestylers I've ever heard. And um, if you haven't heard Juice WRLD freestyle, you can go to any radio station interview. Them is off the top. Like, them ain't written. Yeah. So um, he had hits, you know what I'm saying? He had talent. He had pull in today's time, but not no Biggie Tupac. Okay. There's no point in even saying that. Yeah, if if Biggie just or, earn some points back. If That's Biggie <laughs> or Tupac had any type of social media push that you know of this era, right? They are they are already icons. I think they would have been you know they would have been Michael Jackson's fans screaming at they you know screaming in his face and passing out type shit. So to compare the two in two different eras, you know, no way. But but to say that. Juice World doesn't have a he had a huge move. Oh, for sure. Huge move. But to compare what Biggie and Tupac did in the nineties in that same breath and or and greater, nah. I mean you can't I would not compare the two. Yeah, I wouldn't have wouldn't have went there. Not I wouldn't have went there. Not Especially when uh, you know what I'm saying, you dating Fab's uh <laughs> stepdaughter. Fab, talk to your boy. Yeah. <laughs> talk please. to your boy. Please. <laughs> well, there it is, man. Another edition of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back next week. Peace.